My name is Max Stein, and I love video games. Uh, my name is Buck Stein, and I really love video games. I'm Rafa Boy, and I also love video games. My name's Kyle, and I love video games. And welcome to the Game Treasure Podcast, where we talk the games of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. This week, it's holiday times. Ding, 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 playing video games. We're all going to ask for video games as presents for gifts. We've got a retro roundtable. Yay! We're playing Home Alone. Oh, Lord. Less yay. Let's go. Let's go. For the Genesis and for the Super Nintendo. But first, I wanted to talk about some news. How you guys doing? It's almost Christmas I am, time. I am hopped up on Christmas candy, brother. <laughs> I am have you gotten, great. Have you done great. any Christmas shopping? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, yes, yes. <laughs> He's got little go kids. With, yeah. He has to do early Christmas shopping because <laughs> there's no more Toys R Us. <laughs> you used to be able to buy retro video games. You used to be able to buy Super Nintendo games at Toys R Us. <sighs> oh yeah. Oh my gosh, F- fondest memories. Fondest childhood memories opening up Super Nintendo games under the Christmas tree. Like, seriously. D- Super Double Dragon, anyone? Oh, oh. Speaking oh, of, speaking of the, the those game. retro video games, some of those kick-ass Sega games, can we talk about the Sega games reboot, please? Hey, guys. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, guys. It's, it's nice to see Sega spending that Sonic movie money on something that matters. That's literally... Right? They were like, man, thank God for that voice actor making us be relevant again. We gotta remake these games. We you know, don't, can't make new games. It's funny, like I, I never grew up playing like Sega games a lot. I didn't have, I, I was like a Super Nintendo kid all the way. Uh, but yeah, yeah. man, I'm excited to try some of these Sega games that I never got to play. What's in the yeah. lineup? I was just about to say, just to, to clarify, in case anybody doesn't know, it was at the Game Awards, I believe. Um, Sega had a promo announcement that they are remaking, remaking, not like remaking, the remaking Jet Set Radio, cool. Shinobi, mm-hmm. Golden Axe, oh. Streets of Rage, and Crazy Taxi. <laughs> well, it, also Eternal Champions, right? I, I, didn't ha- I didn't see that on the list, but I think they're, the, the premise, I, I, I think did. they're going to keep doing this. My God. That's pretty cool. Alt- Alter Honestly. Beast, man. Modern Ooh. altered beast, oh, like golden axe. Yeah. 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 I mean, they made, a, they made a Streets of Rage four not too long ago, and it was really good. I'm excited it's... for Streets of Rage because I've never I've never played those games at all, and I've Ooh. heard Streets of Rage is just it's a banger of a game. Yeah, it has great time. some of the best music. Yes, that like, oh, that Lord. Genesis Dude. sound chip just doing work on Streets of Rage two, just like going yeah. in hard. You ever, you ever played the Sega CD version of Streets of Rage? No, no, I didn't no. even know that Dude, When I was in middle school, my middle school had a video game club. Talk about like the coolest thing ever. And that, so one wow. day a week we could go after school, they had a Sega CD version. I'd never even seen one before. And it's like, oh. oh my God, I will wait every week all, all day for my turn to get to play this. And the Sega <laughs> CD came with like a multi-disc then, like four or five games on it that had like Golden Axe and, and Streets yeah. of Rage and Echo the mm-hmm. Dolphin and stuff. I and, remember that one. Mm. Oh, that's good stuff. How how do they look on the on the? Was, I mean, well, they were no, just the they were most. Version. That was mainly just ports. Those were just ports oh, back in the I day. See. So pretty much the same. Yeah, but it was still. It was yeah, fire. but like like you get Echo the Dolphin on the Sega CD and you boot that thing up and like the the just the 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 starting the game music is just yeah. this like right. wonderful yeah. 
it's like, like cool city pop like water and yeah. harp echo and cool music beautiful yeah, sure. yeah you but can't you can't invoke. get that the sound was the yeah. big deal in my so mind. i think what's going to matter on these is who do they get to do them right because when it comes to like streets of rage and some of those you got companies like way forward and some of the others the river city girls some of those other games they have really crushed it you know the cow that that ninja turtles beat them up that you already brought it up this the streets of rage 4 right yeah which was really you good know? Right, so I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I, I've heard some some chattering about like. Does that mean they're not going to let the studio keep doing Streets of Rage? Because now they're like, now nah, we're going to keep doing it. It's going to be this three. Oh, so you're taking it over. Have you seen any of the gameplay? No, this, this, I didn't see that. They've turned it into a multiplayer third-person action game like God oh, of War. Oh no, it's Fighting Force now. Really? Oh, no. Oh no, they did the one thing they didn't aware. want me to do. Zoink Golden Scoop. Like the, the Golden Axe has like new formats as well. Shinobi is still a side scroller, but it's got like it looks okay. almost like blasphemous, where it's sort mm -hmm. of got like a hand drawn esque art style, like that MS okay. Paint art sort of deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, and J Jet Set Dang. Radio still still um, <laughs> still cell shaded, uh, still looks good. Um, but man, Crazy Taxi yeah. is the one that looks like a complete overhaul they in the promo yeah, they've got like a cop one. car chasing you so it's like a second player playing a cop or something it looks like so much fun do you remember <laughs> playing fuzzy taxi yeah 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 oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> right there God. Hey, all the people like with trying cabinet. to get you to pick them up you gotta take this lady to pizza hut <laughs> I, have, I have a crazy taxi i have a crazy taxi story so in high school, I used to work at a GameStop and this was before it was GameStop. It was software, et cetera, back then. So this was like, this was Dated. like the year 2000. Yeah, exactly. Myself. We, anyway, we had a Dreamcast set up and mm. I swear to you, Crazy Taxi was in that Dreamcast for like six months. And oh, yeah. so whenever we would close the store and we were doing like our closing duties for like the next 45 minutes, it was just, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, okay, time to make some, time to put away some crazy money That's and get the off hey, it, It's the offspring. It's been, yeah, that song's yeah. by the offspring and it has a name, but the name to me is just the Crazy Taxi yeah, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, give, yeah, 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 yeah. give me a Shining Force yeah, yeah. remake. That's all I'm saying. Oh boy! Uh, and not to mention, this wasn't in that part of that announcement. There, but they just didn't they just remake that in Sonic in like that toyetic look, like how they did with the Link yeah. They the, did a new Sonic. Link's Awakening. Was it a, was it was it a remake? I think it, I think it's I think it's like just Sonic Two, but it's like mm. the, everyone looks like toys. Huh? I'm not oh, exactly yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. Anyways, let's this move exists. on. Let's move yeah. on to the next. Let's move on to the next story. The next news story. Um. A24 confirms a Death Stranding movie just a couple weeks ago. God, what? I really want to finish Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can, can we talk about the fact I'll, – I'll be that guy uh, – that there is going to be a Death Stranding movie before there's a Metal Gear Solid movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. I don't want to talk about it. That's true. I mean, I blame I blame Konami for that, honestly. Yeah, they've they treated that him like be. dirt. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It, well, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm excited for it though, because uh, so I saw Kojima like he put out some post on Instagram recently and was like him and Ari Aster. So I have a feeling that Ari Aster is going to be involved in it, which is oh, pretty dope. Uh, I'm so yeah. torn about him. 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen. <laughs> uh, did you do? Did you also do Bo is Afraid? What, was yeah, that and I yeah. hated I, I that movie. That. I still haven't <laughs> seen that. I love but some of his movies, and then he made a movie that was like the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, that's that's a that's a hot take. Um, <laughs> but I'll say this: they like the whole Ari Aster or not, they definitely confirmed Hideo Kojima's not directing it. Yeah. <laughs> Which was I thought was funny to go out of their way because you know how bad he wants to direct a movie. Yeah, he's a, he's a cinephile and a half, man. Yeah, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Kojima already directs movies. They just yeah, call games. Basically. You're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. And I, I want to read a quote that I got off of IGN. It's uh, it's Hideo Kojima. Just to be clear, I am deeply involved in producing, supervising, <laughs> plotting, look, design, and content of the film adaptation of Death Stranding. So just everything. not in charge of directing. Right. Good. It sounds like he's saying I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say cut. Yeah. But I will do everything else. I will. <laughs> he's doing that separate project with Jordan Peele too, right? Oh yeah. That's is that right. true? Yeah. There, what is, is that? that? The o- OD or whatever. Something or like that. that. Yeah, They're doing some hybrid game. game movie experience thing, and Jordan Peele's directing it. Right. Yeah. 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 There's he a was on stage really on YouTube. Too, right? Some sort of there's some sort of like teaser trailer on YouTube. You can probably look it up. Uh, Apparently, I, it has uh, it has like. Um, hidden Silent Hill references that you have to like pause, freeze frame, and look for. <laughs> I don't know if that's I, I don't know if that's that's directly supposed to be a hint at something. Hmm. Uh, I I hope it is, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Oh yeah, he like uh, I think he also posted something up on his. I, I follow him on Instagram, so I see all this weird stuff that he posts up because he doesn't post anything <laughs> with any subtitles. It's always just a photo of something, and you're just left to interpret it. It's like the most Kojima thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Japanese uh, David Lynch. I, yeah, you know, he, he posted up. It was a, it, it was like OD plus like PT or something like that. And because I know he worked on PT, and that was supposed to be a Silent yeah. Hill game. Yeah, mm-hmm, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, someone at Konami does not like him. And they yeah. just made the decision to say, I don't care right. how good you are at this. Go away. Everyone at Konami does not like him. I guess <laughs> I think, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what else to say. He makes great stuff. I don't know. He does. Konami he, doesn't like money, maybe. I don't know. In that it's same article, he was quoting as, as saying that he, he wants to like he wants a Strandoverse. And it's that same thing, like you were saying, like, I didn't know about that Jordan Peele thing, oh, but he's like, it's like a game movie hybrid universe. And uh with the way Death Stranding was and how it is, like, mechanically speaking, it's the whole idea of, like, I want everybody in the world to interact with the same stuff. And I don't know. It's like he's trying to make an entire media landscape out of whatever's inside of his imagination. It's, so, it's, it's such a strange auteur thing. I'll take it, I dude. Ho- Honestly, if Kojima, oh like, made a, made a experience where I had to, like, shove a feeding tube up my ass or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> experience it and be, like, I would do that. I would do that. I'd be it's, like, yeah, it's yeah. Like it's be good. I trust him. I right. trust him. I trust, I trust him. I trust him. Yeah. <laughs> you have to watch. You have to. <laughs> I, <laughs> I trust him. That's it. You know? I hope, I hope that when you watch it, you have to um, grip the handles on your seat with <laughs> both hands firmly or else you topple over. <laughs> Raph, I look forward to your feedback. I will provide. I will provide. Yes. Is Norman Reedus going to be Norman Reedus in it? Yeah. Is Norman Reedus going to play Norman Reedus? His, his, his name's Norman Reedus. Is Conan O'Brien in it? Oh, he died. This is this is Mormon Reedus. Yeah. Right. Oh, is, is, it a, is it a comedy? All right. Let's move Not on to the final. To <laughs> let's move on to the the final story that I uh, was tickled by. <clears throat> And that is a Kotaku.com article that is titled, Valve Wants You to Stop Huffing Your Steam Deck. <laughs> we have Good people Lord. in San Francisco losing limbs like this way. 
I saw I, this uh, on Twitter. <laughs> this was a very strange thing. Um, yeah. So basically, this whole story revolves around. <laughs> what you got there? You got this. You, Buck, you saw, Buck, I just will die stop. huffing my steam deck. Stop, man, you got that. You got that. You got that steamy deamy. Yeah, deck. you got that. You got that deck on you. <laughs> I need some deck, man. I'll suck dick for deck. Oh, y'all got a little more than steam <laughs> deck. You got. I need a, I need a steamy deamy. It's my son. He's addicted <sighs> to deck. No. Oh boy. To oh be boy. fair, it smells wonderful when running at high temps because this demanding game. I don't have. Do, Kyle, do you have a steam deck? I do not, but I am. I am seriously debating getting one of those OLEDs. I, I, I wish he brought I it up the other day. One. I think he's he's this close. I love mine. I've had mine since launch, and I absolutely love it. What does it smell like? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever ordered? What this is it probably a like? bad thing to say because it's a really quality. It's a quality machine. But have you ever uh -huh. ordered really cheap electronics like that? Obviously, came from a sweatshop in China, and they smell like burnt plastic. Okay. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. the smell that comes out of the. Face. Mm, yeah, I'm it's like going on a limb here and say that's probably not healthy and you should stop immediately. <laughs> in the article, all right, that that's perfect. Great segue, Kai. In the article, this whole thing started a someone uh was got, responded to by a, a a a Steam support member basically and they they said something as a joke like candidly like oh, I know it's a meme but I really like the smell of the of the of the, of the steam that comes out of the deck, the steam deck. And uh, the supporter, the Steam support person, responded by saying, a, 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 like a, a small blurb, but one line of it that I really wanted to point out because I think it's so utopian and funny, which is, we understand that it may be a meme, but please refrain from this behavior for the safety of your own health. <laughs> Hello, I, adult man? I, Don't I, do that. It's probably bad for you. <laughs> I've, I've subscribed to the, the Steam Deck subreddit. And I saw that post a couple of days before the article came out. And when that article came out, all I could think was, slow news day, IGN. This is what you picked up from the interwebs. Okay. You know, like when I read it, I was like, oh, why? Who the hell is doing this? And then I remembered the time that I licked one of my uh, my Switch cartridges. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, yeah, told you I'm, not a little less I'm a little less critical yeah. about it now. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done that before? Have you guys ever licked your... No, no. It you know I think about it. I did that on camera during a Twitch stream once because it's disgusting, it was a, right? It was a, it was a it, test, and I'm what like, "What does it I've taste like? You, I have I've to heard, know now." I've heard this is vile. <laughs> Let's do it. And so I did, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, this is this is bad." And it lingers. It, it, it lingers too. You know, the yeah, taste lingers yeah. for like an hour or two like afterwards. A bad drink or a hot sauce. There's it's like, like a no, strong bitter Malort. grapefruit that Malort. doesn't go away. Straight Malort, you've ever, you if, if you've ever drank yeah. Malort, it tastes like Malort, and it, it just the, the, yeah, yeah, and it right. lingers it's in the Benjamin. It's one hundred percent accurate. It does taste like Malort. Yeah. If you guys don't know the story behind that, Nintendo did it on purpose because when they switched back to cartridges, I don't know why they didn't do it on the DS, but sure, Nintendo. They were afraid that little kids were going to think they were candy or something and eat them because they mm -hmm. look so tasty and they, yeah, so they, they, yeah. they do have up. pretty yeah. colors yeah, on delicious. them and you know <laughs> i want to eat my copy of shovel knight treasure trove but <laughs> they were afraid they were afraid that little kids it's a limited would run don't do that eat them and 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 you know get hurt or something so they put this coating of bleh on it <laughs> so that they put it in their mouth they go oh mommy different snack please and then they make it linger <laughs> so that you learn your lesson <laughs> <laughs> don't eat it. Jepsons, please don't be mad at us. Malort is cool. We love you. 
What is what is Malort? You keep oh, saying you this. Never I don't know. What oh, is dude, Malort? What is Malort? It's a it's a liqueur um, that was around. I think during Prohibition. It's one of the few things that you were able to get during Prohibition, and it tastes like poison, like just straight what? poison, straight poison. <laughs> Tastes like poison. Yeah, and it's kind of like it's like a rite of passage almost. Like every time that I've hung out, you know, like I hung out with Lauren or whatever, and like her beer people, like a beer industry people, Mm -hmm. and like it's a thing they do. If somebody presents you with a shot of Malort, you do it, and then you suffer for the next two hours. It's actually, um, yes, it's a Chicago tradition. Actually, it started up in Chicago, and I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, the rationale was okay. Nobody they they marketed it as medicinal and. They said, there's no possible way anybody would ever drink this recreationally. So, okay, yeah, that's probably medicine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right? It is yeah. poison. We'll oh, hook you up. We'll hook you it's up, poison. So it was legal and pinball wasn't. Great job, Chicago. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I was given Malort the first time. And then, I, like, I was told, oh, just try it. Just try it. You have to experience it. So I tried it. I hated it. And then I've done it twice since then, knowing what to expect. And then I just... I don't know why. I just I, I probably hate myself. <laughs> Perfect. Now you make a little Malort cocktail and then, Amazing. And, and put a little put a couple switch games in it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. As ice cubes. <laughs> Perfect. Put some switch games inside of an ice cube. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's let's Love move it. on here. Okay, guys. It's the holidays. It's it's. For me, it's Christmas. Mm. It's the holidays. I'll get gifts. I want to share like, some of I our like holiday Santa. gaming memories. We started to dip into a, a little bit. Kyle started to get on the on the uh, on the memberberry train for a moment there, but I'm glad you you halted so we could rekindle some of our 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 lost gaming holiday memories. Mm-hmm. I'll go first if uh, if, if anybody would like uh, because uh, I have a pretty good one that I know Buck will remember. Mm. Which yeah. is um um do you, <laughs> we we have had a split household for the majority of our lives. Our parents got divorced when it was a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you long, bounce around long you, time ago. You bounce around on the holidays and um back in the day, yeah, having a video game system was very coveted and um you Buck wanted to play it wherever house we were at. And so we had a carrying case for was it the playstation and uh we used to use it when we would bounce around from house to house specifically on the holidays which this sounds really great except for on on one christmas i believe it uh one of buck's cats jumped into the video game carrying case and urinated in it (laughs) use the bathroom Oh, uh, which yeah, you were definitely young because oh, those no. things those things happen but not in that order and not to right. that thing <laughs> and, and and so i specifically remember carrying this because this would be the thing where you'd like oh the cat pissed in it time to throw it away no this is the only one we have instead we are toting around this is so funny this is the story a, you're telling a piss grenade of a of a of a carrying case because okay. it'd be like you're you're gonna get new games on christmas and you're gonna want to play them so grab it, grab the grab the PlayStation out of that bag. It smells like pneumonia real bad. You're gonna get real sick if you're around it for too long. <laughs> what fucking okay, headache? Because we're playing PlayStation. Everybody oh knows you get a headache when you play PlayStation. <laughs> okay, here's what really happened. <laughs> so 
you 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 eighties kids remember the the series of bags that Nintendo made for toting your Nintendo around. Here we go. Thank you. We had the super infamous blue bag, the one with the blue exterior and the red interior. Right? You can get them on the interweb still. Some people absolutely love them. I love that thing. Used to put my Nintendo in it whenever we go on vacation. If we go somewhere for the for for a week or two for the summer. My parents knew that I was going to bring the Nintendo with me and hook it up to the TV. I know how to hook consoles up to hotel TVs by the time I was like nine. Absolutely. <laughs> Vital skill. And so I always carried it around in that blue Nintendo bag with the red interior in it. But <clears throat> by the time it had gotten to that point where we had the consoles at the different houses and the Super Nintendo was out, and you're right, the PlayStation had come out. Uh, I had stopped hauling the Nintendo around because it wasn't as cool anymore. But you're right, that did get beaten by one of the cats. <laughs> 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 and it was the only bag I had as like a 13, 14 year old. So we did, throw it away. we did put you the PlayStation in it. The PlayStation's pla- it's not going to hurt the games. <laughs> in love with games since so 1985, funny. guys. That's so funny. You, 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 you... You gotta you gotta suffer for 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 Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. Okay, <laughs> you gotta smell piss so you can play Zone of the Enders. Oh hell it's a yeah! Good yeah, yeah. kick ass game. Yeah. That's a good game. That's a good game. That's a good game. Who else has got a holiday story they want to share? Um, I mean, it's not much of a story, but uh, you know, my my, my I got two memories. You know, like my first gaming console that I ever got was uh, Super Nintendo on Christmas Day. Um, nice. And that shit was. I was ecstatic. I was told that I had to share it with my sisters, but that thing ended up being mine. <laughs> <laughs> you gave is them that... the unplugged second controller. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Is that they a were older in? than me. I was the child, but still. <laughs> okay, Mac, I also gave you the unplugged second controller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I kicked that thing's ass. I definitely did that with a nephew of mine. Like, he always wanted to play my games. I'm like, here, here, have fun. Yeah. You're kicking his ass. <laughs> I was I was playing as other characters in Mega Man who aren't on the screen. He's he's Mega Man and yeah. I'm that guy. Well, he just killed that. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm that guy. Oh, no, I'm not that guy. I guess I'm not that guy. Yeah, I got the other like Christmas memory I have is getting another Nintendo console. I was first getting my N64, which like mm. really really made me fall in love with games. Honestly, like Ooh. Super Mario 64, Golden Eye, stuff the, like that. Do you remember the pack-in game for the Super Nintendo? Was it? Would it be Super it Mario World? Super or? Mario. Oh, for Super Nintendo, I think it yeah. was Super Depending Mario World. It. Yeah, because I I remember right. getting Super Mario World, and I think I had Donkey Kong Country too, or the first one. Yeah. My my parents got that my for me. Favorite point, game. My favorite game. My favorite game. Those are both game. bangers, though. Yeah. Such a good I remember one. Remember having Kirby's Avalanche too, which is weird. Kirby oh, Tetris yeah. game. It, yeah. Was Donkey game. Kong, Donkey yeah. Kong Country ever a pack-in for the Super Nintendo? Yes. Yeah, they did. I think it was at some point. Had like I was about to say because that's jungle that's a late, motif in the corners. Yeah, that's, that's a, a much game, later, yeah. Super Nintendo game. I remember yeah. they did that redesign also, but they did that mini, like the. I mean, I guess they just call it the SNES redesign, the one that has a slightly different form factor. Uh, and they did pack-ins with that too, but they did pack-ins with the original SNES with that also. I did not know that. Because I wasn't, I mean, it was late, but it wasn't super late because it was, you know, that same area where like rated Killer Instinct and whatnot, like 1994, right. 95. Right. I have one more story before we move on, <laughs> which, which is one that I'll remember forever because it was so funny to me. Um, but um, one time when Buck and I were kids um, in the two story house, um, <laughs> we had, we had the Super Nintendo, and the only reason I, I remember this taking place at Christmas, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the scene. Buck has just gotten home from school, I think, and I stayed home from school because I was sick, maybe. And I was playing Super Mario World, and my brother had several saves on there. One of them had everything on it, where All he had gotten everything. Yes. And I don't know what the hell happened, but I deleted that save. 
while Buck was at school. And I knew that when Buck was going to come home from school, he was going to be so upset. And I, <laughs> and I specifically remember Buck comes home and, and I was like, um, I was like the guy who snitched on the Godfather and the Godfather, like just like solemnly looking at this animatronic Santa Claus that my family has had ever since I was born. That it's like a, just like a Santa that like, <laughs> you were the Fredo. <laughs> and I was, and I was just like, Hey, Buck, I got something to tell you. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I specifically, I specifically remember rubbing Santa Claus's glasses as the animatron was cranking back and forth because I was so nervous. And I was just like, I, I killed, I killed you, Mario save. I killed, I killed him. <laughs> and then Buck was just like, that's cool. Mario, I haven't, I don't play Mario anymore. <laughs> Plus, I already did it. <laughs> did not give a fuck at all. I was, was trying so to internally nervous. remember the entire day. It didn't couldn't care. He was like, "I'm playing Tomb Raider, bro. Like I don't care." <laughs> oh, okay. We moved on I to PS. Don't now care I anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you erase my Resident Evil save? Okay, if right, yeah. not, it's fine. Exactly. It's, this exactly. is exactly. <laughs> took so long. Oh to get my that. god. What about uh, you, Kyle? What about you for Crimbus? We um we always traveled for Christmas because I was um my dad worked out of the country most of my childhood so it was mostly us going to visit my mom's family which was in louisiana and we're from northwest florida so it was you know a nice drive but you know like like buck i learned at a very young age how to make any tv uh work with video games on the go <laughs> and i remember i had one of those super nintendo like hard shell um thing thingamabobs that was good oh. for loading in a car but god mm -hmm. help you if you wanted to take it you know on a plane or anything um <laughs> But yeah, we would always go to like aunts or uncles or, or especially my, my late grandmother. And, and it was always, you know, all the cousins, I had a ton of cousins. I have a ton of cousins, but we would always, uh, we'd always get spend a lot of time together over the holidays growing up. And it was just, that was kind of like the, the bonding experience because I was the kid who was the most into the gaming out of everybody. Like some of my cousins had a Nintendo or, you know, a Sega or whatever, but I had like moved on to PlayStation at that point. So like, I was always the kid who had the new stuff. So it was fun because, you know, everybody would be asking, is Kyle coming? Is Kyle coming? Because they knew I would bring, I would bring the good shit. Bring that hot true. shit, yeah. <laughs> I was the first kid in our neighborhood to have 50 NES games. My man. Oh, Damn, baby. Those were not Fancy boy. There was no better feeling than seeing a video game box shaped present under yes. the tree. Especially oh, Baltimore. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> good stuff. Yes. Unwrapping the Super Nintendo games on Christmas morning was like a mm -hmm. core childhood memory for me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually yeah, getting yeah, yeah, the yeah. games I asked for, for sure. Yeah. Buck, you got anything silly? <laughs> got what, any extra memories? Crimbus stuff? Any more Crimbus stuff? <laughs> we'd be we'd be asking for for video games for Christmas All for sure. Sometimes yeah. it would get weird too because I'd be like, "Oh, mom, you know, we really want a Game Boy. We don't have a Game Boy. We didn't we didn't own an original Game Boy at all in our house because when I asked for a Game Boy, my mom got us an Atari Lynx." <gasps> That's oh, how that oh, happened. Oh, I That's how an, he had I owned that an, monstrosity. I owned, I owned an Atari Lynx as a <laughs> kid, and it was like you know, it takes like eighteen AA batteries, and it lasts a good ninety minutes on those. <laughs> that's real specs guys that's yeah. a real that's, that's not a joke that's Zero long it lasted on that that's many right. batteries i still have it it's a it was an awesome console back then but sometimes you'd kind of go like man i really just wish i could play super mario land that's wild not, that mom got you that instead of a game boy todd's what adventure a, in slime world 
we have Game Boy at home, and then it's that ugly piece of shit. I vaguely remember that Christmas. I vaguely remember cutting a Game Boy cutout out of Nintendo Power Magazine and pretending to play a piece of paper for like three weeks before Holy Christmas. Holy shit. My brother's a genius. That's the best idea. Like, huh, what's wrong with my Game Boy? It seems to be made out of paper. What the heck? This isn't a Game Boy. I got a real one. If only I had a Game Boy. And then, have a real and then Ma, instead of giving you a Game Boy with the ratio of the, she gives yeah. you this like yeah. how Ma, this this thing is bigger than a steam deck she was trying to do the like you know buy you something nice thing i'm sure and she bought the nicer thing because it was nicer and fancier and i'm Looks sure it was nicer, more expensive yeah. you could play Se- uh, uh, sonic it's in on color well, yeah sonic would be on the game gear but the but yeah it was in color oh i'm sorry no. yeah you're right yeah but yeah. Same thing, the, the other color handheld links right. had those very very thin yeah yeah, it's such an interesting. It was a, it yeah. was a, a, um, what's the word? It was a, a cartridge, but it they was were like, like paper thin. They were like the TurboGrafx sixteen Hue cards. They were literally like thick right. credit cards with the pin out on them. Like they were, I, yeah, they were wafer thin. You had a it was thick weird. ass carrying case. I remember I that. <laughs> that. Go get it. No, uh, yeah. I had like a thousand right, slots for right, these games, right like little clear, transparent. Um, yeah, like envelopes for them, and I just Pretty remember much. being a child and opening up and just like being satisfied with looking at the texture of the plastic wrapped around all the games, <laughs> and just be like, wow. And no, nobody else had one, like Buck said. Yeah. Like it was like it's, none of my yeah. friends had one, and it was just a. Had interesting, like like you said, yeah. turbo graphics, quality graphics, like pretty good, like you know, Super oh, Nintendo esque. Yeah. Um, it was the know. best handheld, like the sexiest graphics on it. It was just weird. It's like, so yeah, funny. I've got Xenophobe, and it's very arcade, true, but I. Can't play Tetris. <laughs> yes, Xenophobe. What a great game. I'm so blown away. I, di- I didn't know that uh, Atari had a handheld. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah, made, two, they made no a revision idea. of it, too. They made it slightly smaller. They made a revision of it. The Lynx 2. Yeah. It had this, the weirdest, weirdest feature ever. One of the buttons on it said flip, right? So it's a handheld, right? I'm holding it in my hands. Imagine you're mm-hmm. holding a switch. And you have your D-pad on the left and your buttons on the right. If you hit the flip button, the image flipped upside down. So you could flip the entire handheld and oh. control the D-pad with your right hand, and there was a second set of A and B buttons on the left in case you're Whoa. left-handed, left-handed, left-handed people. But <laughs> even left-handed people don't play like that. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I did not know that. It, That's yeah. wild. All right, moving on. <laughs> Real quick. Samus? I did just want to for for yep, yep Buck nailed that one earlier. That is the save sound effect from Super <laughs> yeah, Metroid. I have my missiles back. <laughs> I wanted to goof around and talk about some video games that take place during Christmas. Some of which I didn't I didn't realize. I don't know. I thought it'd be funny. Uh, I got a list here. Ooh, it's a fun one. Big one because you got all the obvious Christmas games or whatever, but ones that I didn't know. Um, Batman Arkham Origins. Mm-hmm. I haven't mm-hmm. played any of the Arkham games. Really? I didn't realize that that one has an entirely like Christmas estate. Like it's it's mm-hmm. Christmas time in Gotham. You haven't mm-hmm. played any of the Arkham games? I haven't played any of wow. the Arkham games. They're very good. All of them. They're very, very good. good. I really only ever played uh, Asylum and City, and those were mm-hmm. both excellent games. And it's a big jump too, because Asylum was like lots of indoors, not tons of yeah. outside exploration, and then City was the exact opposite. Yeah, it gives has you the anybody... feeling being Batman. What? Yeah. Has anybody played Origins? No, no, I've never played Origins. That was the prequel one? Negative. Right. It was a different studio. That might have been the only one I didn't play. I think I played the three mainstream ones. Or mainline. I played, I played Asylum and City also. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. funny that I mean, you mentioned a Batman game because that was like when I was thinking of holiday games, the one that I thought of was the uh, Batman Returns, I think, like the the Tim Burton movie, which also took place oh, during Christmas. That's yeah, right. they made the time yeah. game and that shit was fun as fuck. I remember that Damn. first boss fight where you use the hook to break the wall behind the guy and like, yeah. Nice. Yo, that is a good game. The Super Nintendo beat up was fire. Yeah. Grab two yeah. clown's yeah. heads and smash yeah. them. Yeah. The sound yeah. effects were yeah. awesome. I was yeah. just about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> the sound effects because that was was that that was Super Nintendo, and sometimes yeah. that Super Nintendo chip can be a little horn centric. It's very like toot, 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 toot. so yeah. to get that nice crunchy like <laughs> sound effect out of that game was very very satisfying. Yeah, I wonder what I did for that. It was always a bummer though yeah. when beat em ups came I mean obviously there was only Batman in that game. There was no Robin or Batgirl or anything, but it was always a bummer right. when beat em ups came out and they were only one player. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. There was a there uh, was a really good Batman tie-in game that uh, was a beat em up for the Super NES, the, the Batman Forever one. The shit movie, but it was a fun game. You can play Are we talking about the same game? I, I liked it. I mean, I also grew up playing it. It's like one of those things the, that I... The I one had that had, like, Shaq-Fu controls? Uh, <laughs> ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's Batman been Forever a long for the Genesis and the SNES was like... Uh, it had this long list of different gadgets and moves that you could do. But, yeah. like, all the movements were preposterous and never worked. Like, all yeah. right, to get Robin to throw <laughs> a boomerang, a batarang that hits a bunch of enemies, hit forward, back, forward, down, up, left, Y-A. Really fast. <laughs> Got it. Do that while fighting. Some them. nostalgia for sure. Some nostalgia <laughs> memories there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, but I had a lot of fun doing it. You know, it was it was, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next cool. game on my list that I found interesting was I didn't know that Metal Gear Two colon Solid Snake. Yeah. Oh, also not, takes not Metal not Gear Solid Two. Not Metal Gear Metal, Solid yeah. Two. No. Uh, not the yeah. not I'm playing like, as Ryan, but no, I'm not. I'm talking. Yes, I'm talking. It's, it's, it, it's just Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear Two colon Solid Snake. Snake. I think it's the first one where you're not playing as Big Boss. I think you're playing as Snake in this one, and it's it's a it is a I did not know uh, that it is a yeah. um I didn't know it was set uh, during Christmas. A, yeah, it's a stealth game. Uh, it's it's interesting. If you look up, if you YouTube it right now, you'll see. You can totally tell where. That was an MSX game, though, right? We yeah. didn't get that. Over... I believe so. It was yeah. originally the, uh... an MSX game. Yeah, we didn't get that, that. I don't think that the first, first Metal Gear. Yeah, it's a top-down, almost like yeah. that game Commando. It's like a yeah. shooter. They all. Kind but then of, in kind this of. one, there's like clips I've seen of people sneaking. Like you have to like wait for an NPC to get to a certain area and then follow him into another screen type deal. You can totally see the uh, the blueprints of Metal Gear Solid in it. Oh wow! Well, right, yeah, right, yeah. I've got but the it, uh, the box set. I think of like the on for the PS3, and I think I have, I have it on four. Uh, one of those, I don't remember which one, but it has like an emulated version of it, kind of. Uh, like it's something that comes packaged in with the Metal Gear Solid box set. That's cool. Uh, and it's a fun game, honestly. Um, it, it you see like the, like you said the DNA of like what right. ended up being Metal Gear Solid and all that in there. Cool right. game. Cool. Yeah, I was looking it up. It's got this big long diatribe of an of an intro that's <laughs> the most Kojima thing ever. It's about like in a, in a world where uh, the everyone has sworn off nuclear weapons. Like I was like, man, this motherfucker was on nuclear weapons back in 1990. He was like being like, stop yeah. with the nuclear weapons. <laughs> but um yeah it takes place on christmas eve as solid snake is sent in to stop these nuclear bombs from going off on christmas 
<laughs> Not on Christmas. <laughs> Santa, what'd you bring me? Oh, God. <laughs> you think Kojima was a diehard fan? <laughs> I bet. Isn't that, I bet like the same, isn't that like the same same premise? Like out. he's yeah. you know, crawling through vents on Christmas, you know? Yeah. Technically, also Christmas game movie that was on my list because right. If you ever obviously the first Die Hard and everybody will die on anybody like thinks that's a Christmas movie they'll die on that hill right. right. Die Hard trilogy for the PS One was fire. That game it, obviously not all those games take place on Christmas or movies, but the first the first one you it was almost like a like a isometric top down kind of shooter thing and you're in the Nakatomi Plaza. The yes. second one was a light gun game and the third one was like a weird crazy taxi derivative, the one that had uh, Sam Jackson in it where they were in a taxi chasing bombs around the city. Hmm. I don't remember that. I definitely remember Ooh. the the light shooter. Man, we played the hell out of that bad boy. That was on the same disc. There's three games on that disc. I I specifically remember playing the 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 the, the shooter uh a fuck time. <laughs> Dang, I, I remember the movies very well and the first game, Buck. But I, I did, I had no clue that that there was a light gun game. That's pretty rad. That's built into it, and they actually made two. It was called Die Hard Trilogy for the PS One, and they actually mm-hmm. made two of them. But like, and it was called the second one was called like Viva Las Vegas or something like that. I never, I never played the second one. <laughs> I remember, I, I remember the getting that. In it? I don't know what the, the hell they were thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember getting that game as trade in a lot when I worked at the game store. It was a heavy trade. <laughs> really? <laughs> Mom got me this for Christmas. I'm gonna leave Sucks. it there. I'm gonna leave that right here. Shit back. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I don't remember the first one that you're talking about, the isometric one. I don't remember playing that at all. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun too because it was very different. It was cool because it was three extremely different games all on one, you know, in one yeah. little compilation yeah. kind of thing. I love. Remember, games used to be fun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, all right. right. <laughs> the next game is uh, Parasite Eve. Ooh. I was hoping you were going to mention that. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> isn't that an interesting one? I was. I, know, I see. The, I see Buck rubbing his nipples because I know he loves oh some parasite. The, the very him. opening yeah. scene of the game just mm-hmm. about is is the meltdown at the opera house at the Christmas mm-hmm. Eve opera. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. iconic. Man, mm-hmm. I love that game. I've, I've, never, that game. I've never played it. Ooh. I've never played it, and it, it, it's. I love like the Resident Evil games are like some of my favorites. And it was it, not I a. Feel like I should. It did not play that way. It played as like a turn based strategy RPG, but you only have one character, and she has a gun. Okay. That sounds Imagine. cool. That's cool. It's hard to explain because yeah, there's no, nothing else cool, like though. the Parasite no. Eve series yeah. except the Parasite Eve series. Picture <sighs> picture single player Chrono Trigger where you're actually moving around a map and the and the the spatial elements matter. And yeah. it's a, like a little small battlefield. Right. I remember watching Buck play it a lot. It also yeah. it, there was um what was that there was another game that had like a similar engine to Parasite, but it took place in like medieval times, and you played as a a, a, a guy. Buck, you had this game as well. Uh, Vagrant Story. That was Vagrant, Vagrant Story. Oh. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Had the same sort of mechanic where you like you pick a Kinda spot, did. and then when you use one of your actions, it would create like an area of space that you that was your like hitbox sort of for that move. And it had like a timing thing to it. Yeah. Right. I remember I being remember stuck just... on the damn crab boss for a long time. Yes, I just remember both. <laughs> Parasite Eve and Vagrant Story being like I could watch I used to watch Buck play video games all the time. Like I was early Twitch. Twitch. That was yeah, me. I was Twitch, early, that I was, was me. Twitch. I would just watch Buck play video games and those ones were always just like, What the fuck is happening? I don't yeah. like the story in Parasite Eve. Can you does anybody want to elaborate on that? So, it's it's a, a but okay, let's say it's a body horror novel of yeah, what Yeah, it's like what a Cronenberg. Gets, 
what if the mitochondria inside of our body, you know, right. revolted and mm -hmm. turned us into these, you know, slathering zombies or just melted us into ooze, which scientifically, if what they were saying in the game actually happened inside of our cells, that that mm -hmm. would totally happen. It was a body horror RPG. Wasn't that main? Wasn't that main villain kind of sort of controlling it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, that was the like the whole thing with the whatever. opera thing. Like, the, she wasn't, oh, it wasn't necessarily the singing that did it, but it, like, made made the mutations accelerate. Yeah. And you see, and she's on the box, right? The the girl in the red, the, the red dress, which. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, like, the only image that I know, like, of that game yeah. really is, is that. It's cool. It's a neat experience. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, the graphics, the graphics are, are, you know, core PS1. And I think Parasite Eve scratches kind of this itch. Because it had a bunch of FMV as well. Yeah. And it was in that era where everybody was like fawning over FMV and 3D graphics. Oh, and by the way, it's an RPG with guns. Yeah. That, it, it was one of a kind. Parasite mm -hmm. was, was very highly regarded. And it was like mm -hmm. in this core PlayStation era. And it, it's, yeah. it's that way for a reason. It was a great Agreed. title. Yeah. Squaresoft. Right. Core Squaresoft. Yep. And yep. finally, we got to move on. But I just wanted to mention Alone in the Dark 2 exclusively takes place on Christmas and you walk around in a Christmas uh, you're, you're Santa Claus it's, it's so strange <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright yeah we're moving on we're moving on to go home Link you're drunk <laughs> we're good. this this next segment is uh, gonna be a recurring one here we've got game gems specifically where we're gonna go over here is uh, little little gems of games. They don't have to be. They don't have to be hidden gems. But if there's anything special in your heart that you should give as a gift to someone for Krimbus or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, if they give gifts on Kwanzaa, I personally have a great one, which is you gotta buy your loved one Game Pass, guys. That's God dang, one. Game Pass is so dang good. Specifically because. Goat Simulator 3 just got put on Game Pass, y'all. And if you want to play video games with people that don't know how to play video games, that's the video game. I've been playing it with my girlfriend who has the hardest time with the twin stick controls, <laughs> but she is loving it. It's basically Grand Theft Auto, but like with just the stuff you like to do in Grand Theft Auto, which is not the missions. <laughs> 10 out of 10, go buy someone you love Game Pass. Is this is this your way of asking me to get you Game Pass for Christmas? <laughs> I have Game Pass. Nailed it. <laughs> Buck. Hmm. Oh, uh, you know, my brain goes in like forty different directions when you say hidden gem because there's modern hidden gems. There's it doesn't have to be hidden necessarily. You know, so my, Princess M, my wife, does does is not a gamer. She married a gamer, but I did not marry a gamer, and she had mentioned. Uh, we're going to MAGFest again next month in January. And she had mentioned, you know, I don't really fit in with all the nerds. I like going because it's so much fun, but is there something I could kind of play that you'd really like to play? And I realized that the only time I've ever introduced her to games that she liked were games like Animal Crossing, which is mm. a great game, but it has no end. It's There's no, right? You just progress forever. It's just like the early live service game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shoot, you know what? That Mario RPG remake just came out. It's got that breezy mode in it. And so I bought that for her for Christmas. And I'm hoping she'll enjoy that because I, the original Super Mario RPG was just a gem of a game. The fact that they remade that at all period is just such a blast. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to her her really playing that. 
probably the other flip side one that's totally modern that I throw out there for a gem is um, Like a Dragon, the the most mm. recent oh, in the Yakuza, Yakuza games. Yes, right? sir. Yeah. Not Yakuza, but Yakuza, but not Yakuza, you know? Pretty fun. Kyle can can vouch to this for sure, but he he's a huge Yakuza guy, and I was not a huge Yakuza guy. And when that that Like a Dragon, which is technically, I think, number seven, got announced, they said, oh, yeah, by the way, it's it's going to go from a beat-em-up to a turn-based RPG. I'm like, wait, what? I'm sorry? Yes, you're going to be street Yakuza thug guys, but it's in a turn-based setting while fighting on the streets. The main character has a little bit of like a Dragon Quest complex, so there are classes in it. But you never knew that you needed to like have your hostess class character spray champagne all over your characters to heal them. And then your other character who wishes he could have been a cop, like bum rush everybody in the street with a SWAT shield in a turn-based setting. <laughs> so silly. I mean, I put like 80 hours, 90 hours into that game. It was just the, it was the most fun way to play a turn-based RPG in, in, a, in a long time for me. Oh yeah, fantastic gem. I guess I got, yeah, I guess I got. Uh, actually, I have like two really. Um, there was. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of indies. Um, I, I like a lot of uh, indie games. I'm a big fan of uh, horror games too. So um, mm. I really like Puppet Combo. Uh, that uh, it's an indie dev that uh, focuses on like PS1 style sort of like horror games. Uh, and they've got a. They finally got the okay to get their games on Xbox, so this is available on Xbox now. But Christmas Massacre, um, it's a, I guess, manhunt style stealth game where you kill people. Oh <laughs> you snap! Run around okay. the map and kill people as like a guy dressed as Santa Claus. You got your Christmas tree that talks to you and tells you to murder people. Um, Perfect. It's pretty pretty fun. Yeah. The other Christmas one, Christmas Massacre. Um, yeah, yeah, Christmas Massacre. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking yeah. at it now. Yeah, it's wow. it's cheap. It's like seven ninety nine, and it is you can get it done in like an hour or two. But it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun little stealth like stealth game i guess excellent um, wreck the uh the other one um something that just came out of early access on steam right now that uh, i think i was talking to you the other day about it mac but uh a lunacid uh by a developer called uh akuma kira or kira i think is what they're called yes um, i've heard on, so much about this game yeah that's on steam if you're a big fan of like from soft games especially their old games before they were you know when they were doing like kingsfield shadow tower and stuff like that oh uh, it's in the same style but it's got kind of like little modern touches to it like uh kingsfield i remember that was really slow the combat you swing the sword and it's like Ugh! yeah what this, one swing at a time right yeah, yeah. <laughs> with this you can you can spam attacks but you can also charge up your attack for something special that's like a slower more powerful attack um and the vibes honestly if you look up like any of the the tracks from that game they're just such a i don't know like low not lo-fi hip-hop but i don't know just this uh the sort of ethereal sound to them really fun games to explore yeah, it's got That's this cool. great, great looking low poly sort of like like you like aesthetic like like you said like stylized but like yeah. it's not trying so hard so it's very cool feeling. Generally like Kira, I recommend their games. They they also made a Silent Hill style like first person horror game called um Lost in Vivo which is pretty pretty well known but that's also a pretty cheap one but those are my two racks at least. They're pretty affordable and fun little indies. Nice. Kyle? Amazing. So, I'm a uh, ironically, because I stream an action horror game on Twitch as my main game, but uh, ironically, I am a very narrative-driven guy. I've always been a fan of the single-player experience, the RPG experience, very story-driven, very narrative-driven. I think that's why. I think it's why, like, I have a, a deeper appreciation for like visual novel-style games. I think than some people. But I, I'm going to jump on um, a couple here. Uh, 
brand new, just came out about a month and a half ago, and we did a playthrough of it, um, a game called Slay the Princess. Mm. Um, it is this extremely, it is this extremely interesting um, horror visual novel game that your choices mm. have permanent ramifications, and the the number of branching paths in this game is just staggering. I think it's like a eighteen dollar wow. game. Um, it's such a cool experience. It came out in October uh, from Black Tabby Games. And um, I, I got to tell you, just d just all the dialogue options and knowing that literally each and every one of them will influence the, the outcome was just so, so cool to me. So I, I'd recommend checking it out. And it's it's in this cool hand-drawn black and white style. And the storytelling is insane. The voice acting is fantastic. Wow. Um, and to kind of to kind of keep on that line these aren't these aren't really new or anything but um and i know buck has has played a, a couple of these um a lot of people are completely oblivious to the existence of the danganronpa games <laughs> right trigger happy havoc danganronpa from spike chunsoft again visual novel at its core dna but it's very much a <laughs> it's a detective game spliced with a courtroom phoenix wright-esque drama uh game and it, i gotta tell you <laughs> right. if, if you enjoy the if you enjoy the detective investigating and like if you ever played phoenix wright and had any love for the ace attorney games and mm -hmm. love yelling objection like you're just going to have the, the biggest time with the Danganronpa games. Um, one and two go on sale all the time. I've seen them bundling it with three uh, on Steam recently, but it's available on all the consoles. Uh, well, not not all. I know it's available on PlayStation. I know it's available on Xbox um, and Steam as well. But um, yeah, yeah, Danganronpa, which literally, which literally is Japanese for bullet refutation. FYI. Oh. <laughs> I did not know just, that. Just a crazy name. I um, haven't played those games, but well, I'm adding boy, both do I want to. to. My wish list. Oh, yeah, I'm adding Lord. both of these to my wish list right now. <laughs> and Death Come True. D Death Come True, if yeah, Death Come True is a little shorter, but it's it's a cool ride as well. Um if you it, seriously give Dong and Ronpa one a try. If after <laughs> the first trial, so air quotes trial, right, right. you are not in love with it, then then it's not for you. But if you enjoy the first one, oh boy, that's just the tip of the iceberg, and you're going to have a great ride. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Perfect. <laughs> Yo, all right. We're on to our last little chunk of segment here. We're doing the retro roundtable this week. I already said it. We're playing Home Alone. <laughs> Freaking playing Home Alone. <laughs> I thought to myself, I thought to myself, well, it sounds it's a great Christmas movie. I, I remember playing it as a kid. It's probably good, right? This. It's good. It's probably good. It's not very fun, you it guys. Depends. It depends Might on which version this. you're playing. That's yeah, true. Definitely, 100%. All right. So to uh, just do give some notes uh, for in case anybody doesn't know anything about this game, basically, these were both, I think, released in 1990 or like 1993, some like shortly after Home Alone. There's some cash grabs back when video games weren't art. They were just like, yeah. just make a Home Alone movie. There now. was always a tie in. Yeah. 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 Um, so they figures. made they made one for the SNES and then they made one for the Genesis. Now, when I was a kid, Buck had the Genesis one, and I was remember being like, this game is pretty good. And I didn't know there was an SNES one for the longest time. And when I recently found out that there was, I wanted to play both. So I did play both, and I didn't need to play the SNES one. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. 
Did uh, any of you guys play as well? Your thoughts on on Home Alone? The SNES version was the only one that I that I played. Oh, um, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I didn't get to play Genesis one. I think I said it in our Discord. It's like. It's just this fever dream of bright colors yes. and, and punchy yes. sounds. And, you know, every once in a while you get like, like you go, literally the McAllister house in this game is, is like a, a freaking dungeon. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like so ridiculous. Colorful dungeon. Yeah. The bad guy is just a like, random gangster. You, yeah, it's, like random gangster sprites. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, you'd eventually find, you know, the Joe Pesci and, uh, gosh, what's the, what's the other guy's real name? Um. Uh, no, Daniel Stern. Marv. Marv. No. Yes, Marv. No. Daniel, oh, yeah. the real name. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, like you'd encounter them, but I mean, I remember, you know, running around. You had to find Kevin's mom's jewelry and put it down the laundry chute. Yeah, to this, it's it. to this gigantic vault yeah. in the basement of the yeah. McAllister house. What is like, that? What's well, to be on? fair, I've seen that movie. They they are probably pretty rich, right? Like, do and some math. Is- they got a spooky vault. That in was the a two income house the hell? in the early nineties. No question. <laughs> That's a, let me okay. Let me let me for yeah. the for the listeners. Let me explain the difference in gameplay here. In Oof. the in this in this Sega Genesis game, hmm. you are Kevin McAllister riding on the sled through mm-hmm. your whole neighborhood because you are protecting your whole neighborhood mm-hmm. from the wet bandits. Yep. Basically, you drive up. There's no map. Nope. There's no map, and there's a bunch of houses that you can't figure out where they are. But when you pull up to them, it's it's asked. It, you get a prompt that says, "Would you like to enter this house?" Yeah. And then if you do, uh, you get a, a a little screen that basically the game becomes Tecmo's Deception, where you are putting traps in a house so that what happens is you get a brief amount of time before the wet bandits show up, and then when they do show up, they go in a pattern from house to house and loot them. And there's a little loot meter that comes up. And then when they finish looting a house, it floods. Right. And basically when all the houses have been flooded, the, the, the game is over. So you can't die in the game. You merely will run out of time. There's a little timer yeah. that you think. So you go around and you collect, you collect shit and you, you, you like, like forge weapons. Yeah. In it has a, like a like crafting a, system. Like if, yeah. you find, if you find a bullhorn and like a VHS player, you can make like a sonic gun. And yeah. then you can defend yourself against them. And there's like a rubber ball bouncing gun. There's all these different cool weapons. That had a really that neat sounds badass, system. actually. This game yeah, is a fuck. It's a straight up survival horror game. Like, it, you know, <laughs> it's funny. Cool. Like, reference Tecmo's Deception. Like, everybody yeah. knows what that is, too, right? Oh, no, wow. the, uh, the the way that this thing scared the ever loving shit out of me the first time oh, when those funny. guys showed up in the house, like I jumped, oh. I jumped, and then yeah. they grabbed me. They they don't kill yeah. you, but they no. nail you to the wall. Like the scene at the end off. of the movie where they put yeah. it on the coat hanger hook, right? Yeah, totally, totally, totally. But it was so cool because all the houses had different themes. There was the futuristic house, the colonial yes. looking house, all these yeah. different ones, plus the McAllister house and everything. But it's like it had no business being that good like kevin's sprite looks really good all of that mm-hmm. the music is really good but then you put that planning system with that crafting system i mean so to clarify further the way you win is that you use those weapons that you've crafted and the items that you're putting in the houses to kill the wet bandits you, you do enough damage that the cops they have a, they have enough damage the they have like a damage meter and when you get their damage meter all the way up the, they stop or yeah. whatever they um, give up. catch them Okay, cut to <laughs> the Super Nintendo version of this game. Please. And the Super Nintendo version of this game is you are running around Kevin's house collecting his own belongings so that you can throw them in a dumpster. What the fuck? Laundry You'll never shoot, look in yo. the dumpster. 
And there, the things are in the. In, there's like like three. There's like three assets for things that you get in this game. It is yeah. a candelabra, yeah. a giant ring, and pizza. <laughs> I gotta put my pizza, pizza in the dumpster. Huge. And the I'm pizza like... will. You'll pull a pizza out of a sofa. Oh. And then, yeah, and the then McAllisters have pizzas all over the place. Like they're not where I keep my pizzas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where you keep cheese. your pizza. And and also. This, I took this note. In the SNES version of this game, there are more wet bandits. Oh, yes. In the, the beginning of the game, the there's like a little prompt thing, and, and, and one of the wet bandits says to the other one, like like pretty much the intro to the, the movie when they're sitting in the van, except for they add, I want to steal his toys. <laughs> I can't wait to steal this brat's toys. <laughs> and then Marv responds with, did you call the gang? <laughs> did you call the other hey hey joe pesci did you call the other wet bandits and then when you get into kevin's house there's like there's people that aren't who who are these wet bandits you gotta you love, remember wet... al capone being oh in, in uh you don't remember al capone being baby... alone i remember him being in, yeah baby face bambino yeah, yeah. the gangster yeah, yeah right? i was like oh it's 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 tony the wet bandit tony you gotta love when a game had a license, like it's based on a movie, which was the whole reason for making the game, is the premise of the movie, then deviates from the premise of the movie because they don't like it or there's not enough. Right. <laughs> I, it, it, it was – it's – beyond the game – you, you, collect, you collect all of the, the, the trash around Kevin's house and put it in the trash, and then you, when you're done with it, they're just – you go back a screen and there's a key on the ground. Just because when you – it doesn't make any sense at all, guys. It's so bad. It's so dumb. <laughs> but I, I specifically, I wanted to – I don't want to be so dang negative because you know what I did want to talk about is how the music in the Sega Genesis game kicks ass. Hey, guys. I'm going to do a little – I'm going to do a little, a little DJing for you. So – I'll give I'll give this to the SNES version. They're trying their hardest to recreate music from Home Alone. Okay, I'm going That's to play fair. for you the title music for the SNES version of Home Alone. Okay. They're trying to do the Home Alone theme song. You can hear it, right? That's the Home Alone theme. It's pretty much in there. That's I don't love it, but that is the I don't love game. it. It's very beepy boopy. It doesn't sound very good. Can <laughs> I just having a seizure? And that, and then that's one bad. Thing, when you're in the house protecting Kevin's house, oh, oh you, no, you get this treat. Oh no, oh no. Wait, where's the rest Kinda, of the Ninja Turtle theme song? The that is, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> da, 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 I just, da, 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 guys, no. I need to bring to your attention that. That is clearly a sound alike of Run Run Rudolph. <laughs> oh, which was also in the movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. It hurts my heart, you guys. Okay. Hey, guys, it really sucks. This Run Run Rudolph that you're doing, it really sucks. Now, mm. let me jump over to the Sega Genesis mm. version of mm -hmm. this game. This is the music that mm -hmm. you are treated to when you are outside because each yep. house has their own music. But I just wanted to go over the overworld music. Oh, wow. Oof. Hey, listen, that's not a song so from good. Home Alone, no. but I don't care. Dude, so that, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's a banger. You hear that sound chip? And uh, in my head, I'm hearing, in my head, I'm hearing. 
because you are on the sled and you have a turbo <laughs> button, so you move the sled a little faster. There's a sled but, that you, you use get to, to get around the overworld without the skimming. Sound that track too. kicks ass. What's up with the motorized right. sled? Like the, the that yeah. sound it's, that thing was making. You, yeah. you know, it's literally like, okay, do we remember the scene where Kevin slides on the sled? That's the that's our mode of transport. That's that. Yeah, that's it. That's an example of taking what you have in the source material and making it better. Good. Gamify <laughs> the movie, honestly. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch yeah. of s snowmen in the op in the in the overworld, and when you run into them, their heads fly up. Yeah, like, because it's like a top-down isometric view, and so they yeah. like spin and get close yeah. to you. This it's game cool. actually looked gorgeous, honestly. Like I was surprised. Like yeah. the sprites look good, and that snowman effect was like I, I. It surprised the shit out of me. I was like, "This is the coolest yeah. fucking thing I've seen in a while." Someone and clearly had fun making that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, people enjoyed making it, as opposed to the Super Nintendo one, which feels like they were held at gunpoint. Kevin McAllister <laughs> in the Super Nintendo one doesn't Not look wrong. like Kevin. He's wearing no. a white shirt and blue jeans no. with green shoes. I don't remember that outfit from no. Home Alone. That, yeah. That's not an outfit from Home Alone. In the Sega Genesis one, he's got the iconic red sweater. He's got the, re he's got the red sweater. Come on, guys. Like, mm -hmm. when you're in the house, you get a bigger sprite of Kevin. It's really nice. One last song. Mm -hmm. That blueprint phase that I was talking about has the best. Oh, man. Ooh. Oh, that, that, yeah. <laughs> And what are you doing? You're looking at a you're blueprint like, <laughs> of the house, all yeah, the rooms. Yeah. You're yeah, laying out the flamethrowers and the puddles of water and all that yeah. stuff ahead of time. Oh, yeah, you're going through them. all the traps. You've got tar and ice so and good. stuff. And then, so when you go into the house, because that's where you get most of your loot that you can use to make the guns to kill the wet bandits, that's also where you can just straight up shoot the wet bandits. They'll also, like, fall on the stuff. And there's all these different houses that have different, like, little mini games inside of them there's like a future house where that's got like mm -hmm. a little robot that'll pick you up and shock kevin mm -hmm. to death and then he <laughs> and then kevin <laughs> sits in a coma for like 20 seconds really what long feels time. like 20 seconds <laughs> and it, the game is timed and so you don't die but the fact that kevin is right. sitting for so long and you're like no kevin get up kevin kevin get up what are you doing kevin 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 I also, uh, I also really like, I, I want to mention that when you die, just real quick, when you die in the SNES version, because you can die in the SNES version, it, uh, Morbid. it flashes you a, a, a screen that is the, the, oh, <laughs> that's this. And in text, it says, oh, no. I got that guys, screen. You guys, I saw remember that that, a lot. you guys remember that famous line in yeah. Home Alone where he says, Oh no! <laughs> Once again, Yo, guys, the source material was not good enough. So we're going to do know, this ourselves. I will say, and then this is a little, little off from part one, but Home Alone, they made a Home Alone 2 for the Super Nintendo. And it was like a side scroller, like obstacle course mm. sort of a game. And mm -hmm. it was far superior to part yeah. one. And I know. I, th I think I, they were like, hey, man, our, our first one really sucked. We got to step it up. And it still wasn't that good, but it, it was still a cool ride. It can was... I just say that I looked at that game and, <laughs> and, and I just want to mention that its its biggest feature is that you're slowly chased by a really low poly Tim Curry the entire time. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And if he grabs you, he very slow. It's not like an insta kill. He like slowly does this animation where you're like. 
comes like creeping down on you and it was like that's scary dr frank mm-hmm. that's really scary but you know what's really <laughs> messed up buck is that they made a, a second sega genesis home alone like the, the home the lost in new york right and it is a total step back yeah I they, they make it one. they make it a side oh, scroller i'll say that the genesis still rocking that kick-ass sound ch- chip and still like looking nice yeah but they turned it into us like a, a, like a platformer that's just like feel bad it looked bad it feels bad but it's so much easier making this is so much easier right yeah because yeah. You know, yeah. you're, you're playing the the genesis one going like this is a <laughs> like like your graph said it's a survival game i gotta set traps like if you don't know the order that the wet bandits come in you're gonna have to play the game again because that's it's the only random. way you're gonna it was oh, random. is there, it really if i remember correctly there was like a house that they always hit first and then some of it was random you'd have to you'd have to basically a lot of times you couldn't stop them from getting to the first house. So step one was find out which house they're at and then go in the house for a split second. And you can see how far along they are in the loot so you know how how far along they are, how much time you have in air quotes, right? And then just try to try to trap as many houses as you can and, this, and, and try to get ahead of them. And then if you didn't trap the house, try to go there with the weapons you made to stop them. Because without the traps, the house needs you to defend them. And one or two of the houses is going to fall without you being able to do anything about it. That's just the way it is to right. be able to beat it. Right. right. And then you can't get the loot out of those houses. So you got to try to loot the houses that they're going to hit because they have stuff inside that you got to make into right. weapons. But once they're it's in there, if it's game. not trapped, you had you have to be outfitted with some stuff. You got to have a couple yeah. of cool weapons. Yeah. That's awesome. Anybody else got anything to say about Home Alone? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it, like I said, it, I got jump scared hard. Uh, I didn't expect that to happen because the game just doesn't tell you what to do. You know, you just, no? I, I pop in, yeah, yeah, walking around, and, exploring the house. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then homie just came out of nowhere, picks me up and just, I, I scream. Yeah. That must be a wet yes. bandit. Some of yeah. the extra wet bandits in the Super Nintendo one are scary. All right, let's move on. It was yeah. worth the entire $1 and five cents I paid to rent it from the grocery store in 1991. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know if it was worth the... Sonic and Knuckles that I borrowed that he borrowed my Sonic and Knuckles and I borrowed his home alone but in his <laughs> oh, head right. in his Ooh. head he thought we traded them so when I wanted them it. back a month later I was like bro no ah oh, crap you got a bad deal all right, all right. <laughs> the Genesis version was pretty good I was okay with it at the end yeah, we need to I, move I, I got another copy go. of Sonic Knuckles <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on to the last segment which is what else you got so this is the, our final segment where we're just going to cover anything else you want to bring to the table before we close. I want to uh, go first because I've got the best thing, um. which is a, a <laughs> gift that Buck brought me from Japan, <laughs> which is this Evangelion Tamagotchi. Nope. Ooh. This thing whoops ass. Fancy. Fancy boy. I, uh, got great sound, sound effects. Yeah, he makes little sounds when he poops. Oh, I heard it. He poops. The angel he poops. Eats. You can do like little training missions where you like you raise them by doing like a like a fighting, but the fighting is that that's that scene in Evangelion where the two uh like reticles align with each other and when oh, they yeah. align each other you gotta pull the trigger to shoot the gun. <laughs> yeah. You play that, that little wrong, mini no. game so and then you play Neo Tokyo with your Tamagotchi. You 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 feed the angel S two engines. Mm. I don't know if you mm-hmm. <laughs> those are the hearts of the other angels. So, oh, that's good. That's so messed then, up. It's really that's, fun. It's really good. Fine. Thank you for this gift. It's very, that's very, cute very, very good. That's cute as fuck. That's fun. That's this thing fun. whoops ass. Yeah, you yeah, I, you like that. I know you love your yeah. Ava. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. What else? Uh, what else yeah. you got? 
Well, I just got back from Japan, man. A couple of weeks in Japan and just doing nerd stuff, which was a blast. I had so much fun playing in the arcades and whatnot over there. I was really sad to report to Kyle that the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Battle Royale arcade machine is hot dookie. Ah, but works, works, I did get to play a bunch of Gundam Arsenal <laughs> base, which is super cool. If you've never seen that, it's a hybrid card game Gundam based MOBA, which was a blast. And I brought back some uh, One Piece card game cards, too, so we could try out that card game, which is pretty fun. So that was fun to do. Uh, I also just beat uh, Sea of Stars, which nice. was mm. so flipping cool. I beat it, and I don't have to say uh, – no spoilers. When you beat it, it says, good job, you beat it. But then it shows you a thing and says, but go do this if you want the real ending. Ooh. And I kind of looked up a couple steps, not to totally cheat for myself, but I, I learned that I could probably do all that stuff in about two, three hours. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And it was so worth it. That game. Mm. Yeah. And oh, I know everybody I gotta, says I got to get that bad boy. Spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger and all that kind of stuff. But man, did they they just did a great job with that. They just had a whole whole lot of fun with that game. and It was a blast. And it was only about 30 hours all in. It wasn't super duper long. I'd like to do a, a little, some sort of episode or some sort of segment on that because that's that's on Game Pass as well, and everybody mm. is so good. Everybody oh, it's, it, was it, on, it was just fun. Uh, yeah. PlayStation is like version of Game mm. Pass. It's I have it, mm-hmm. up, you know, up on there, so we can definitely Same. do that. Same. Just in, you know, you know, you know when you play back. an RPG and it's just enjoyable, and the only bad thing about it is you know that eventually it's going to end, and then you don't yeah. get to play anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Kyle, what else you got? Um, you know. I've, I, my son has been getting more into gaming lately. My, my four year old, he's going to turn five in February. It's yes. kind of an, it's kind of an exciting time because he's, he's really starting to, to like it and ask questions, get interested. You know, he's big into like anything car related and, and he also loves Legos. So they just recently on PlayStation gave us Lego 2K drive. Um, as the one of the PlayStation subscription like games of the month that you can add to your accounts, mm. um, published by uh, uh, Visual Concepts, but it's, you know, or excuse me, d- d- the Visual Concepts of the developer, but you know, Two K is the publisher, and I got to tell you, it's it's one of the coolest little games I've seen in a long time. If if um, there's a special little kid in your life, especially who loves Legos, um, and if you got that PlayStation subscription, definitely make sure you download it this month because it is on the free list for PlayStation um, Lego 2K Drive. Other than that, I've been playing a, a crap ton of Darkest Dungeon 2 and uh, just, just loving, loving that game to death. It's a lot less stressful than part one, I feel. Yeah. And, um, you know, not that that not that that's good or bad. It's a, it's a preference <laughs> thing, but I, I'm enjoying two uh, quite a bit more than I did one. But uh, yeah, that's that's about it. That's about it. Um, Darkest Dungeon Two looks so for, gorgeous. Excited so, for so. Christmas and and all that fun stuff and doing Santa and presents mm-hmm. for the little kids and and that's my story. Oh yeah, and I'm sticking to it. Hmm. Raph. What else yeah. you got? Yeah. Well, uh, last night I was uh, I was recording a little bit of a Lethal Company content and. Um, my buddy, mm, mm, mm. if you haven't messed around with that, mm, that's a lot of fun. Mm, mm, I've been playing around with that. Oh my god, so that's much! But you haven't lived until you've done ten person lobbies like we did. Oh, oh that boy. sounds like a blast. That sounds like a blast. It also that's a word like for it. chaos. That sounds like chaos is what it sounds it, like. It, it was. <laughs> that's an even um, better word for it. <laughs> but uh, my buddy, while we were while we were messing around with it, he was like, "Real hey, quick, check can out- you explain yeah. Lethal Company?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, in case, yeah, in really. case somebody in case somebody lives I mean, under a rock and they don't know what it no, is. Uh, you are a group of people that work for a Waylon Utani esque uh, corporation <laughs> that uh, sends you to different moons to recover scrap. But nice when reference. you're there, you have to deal with the flora yeah. and the fauna, and it's usually pretty scary. Um, 
it's a lot of fun i it, honestly I, I would recommend that we play it you know as a group honestly it's it's, it's a really yeah. good time to be had but um yeah he uh my buddy rep like he he uh, recommended a game to me he jumped on it the other day but it's actually a play test uh that you can just hop onto. uh it's called abiotic factor uh, and it's kind of like if you've ever played uh, Seven Days to Die or whatever, it's like that oh. meets like Half-Life. Like it's, okay. you're, you're in a facility and it's like a survival crafting game. Uh, but there's also scary things and there's like a day and night cycle and stuff. Um, but it feels like a Half-Life, you know, like the original Half-Life. But you can just go right on Steam, uh, go to the play test, hit play now or request to have access to it. You get almost instant access and then you can just jump in and start playing it. I just got access. Nice, yeah. Nice. Good. Great job. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. We were messing around with it last night until like three in the morning. Hell yeah. All right. Well, hey, listen, that's our show, guys. We just did the whole freaking show. Okay. Wow. Hell yeah. We did it. So all make right. sure to like and subscribe. Uh, before I get into all my stuff, Kyle, do you have anything that you would like to? I know Kyle streams on Twitch. Uh, yeah, that that's that's really about it. Um uh i'm mr venicor on twitch i'm sure there will be a link somewhere i stream a couple of nights a week mainly dead by daylight um so if that's your kind of game stop by say hello nice that's mr venicor so join us next week we'll be wrapping up 2023 by talking about our game of the year thoughts and uh, what we're excited for in 2024 maybe we can talk about games of the year that everybody else really liked or maybe you've got a game of the year that only you liked and it's your yeah. game of the year <laughs> We want to thank Crunkwitch for the use of our theme song, Clash of the Droids. That song kicks ass. Banger. That song kicks ass. Look them oh, up yeah. on, on Spotify, on, on X, Twitter, uh, YouTube, whatever. They're a kick-ass band. Super fun. Uh, and I personally would like to direct you to RetroGameTreasure.com. It's owned and operated by, by Buck, a.k.a. The Bega Buck. He was nice enough to donate... Um, copies of home alone to us this week and he's probably going to be uh, donating a lot of stuff to us in the future it's a subscription service that sends you bespoke boxes of retro games every month every major console from atari 2600 to ps4 retro game treasure obsessed with video games since 1985 my name is max stein and i love the game treasure podcast it's so bad it's, it's so, so bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs>